Ladies and gents, join us this evening as the current Livingston right back, also formerly of Walsall United, um, Dumbarton. If I missed him, do it, Nicky. Stenny, 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 I, you're mm-hmm. a as well, mate. That's right, mate. How do you, Nicky, mate? How keep him all right? Yes, all good, thanks. Uh, how about you, mate? You good? I can't make him through this rubbish, man. <laughs> what's it? I was going to ask you, what's it like being a football player during COVID, and especially a full time man like yourself? I mean, it must be weird to play with new fans, but some sort of normality, yeah, at least, mate. Yeah. To be fair, that's what I was going to say. It's, you know, there's a lot of people in a worse position than there is, you know what I mean? Um, as you said, it's, it is a bit different. You go into training and it's different. You obviously, a lot of the time, used to travel and groups and stuff like that, car schools and that. So mm-hmm. that's all gone. Um, even in the dressing room, it's, it's kind of split into two dressing rooms now. Oh, uh, just right? to, to minimise, you know, I mean, contact so that I think it's to do with if people catch COVID. If, you are, if you've got lessees in a dressing room, the, the less people have to self-isolate. Just so, um, aye, the risk, basically. Right. So everything's a wee, bit, right. a wee bit different. But as I said, mm-hmm. at least we are, we're able to do our job, unlike probably most most people now, you know what I mean? Aye, that's what it is, mate. Um, obviously, mate, big beat for yourself, cup final on Sunday. Uh, nerves yeah. yet, mate. And just to, just to mention, um, like you mentioned there about the car school, sorry, mate. Is it right easier travelling up individual now to the Hamden now? Yeah. Hamden? I've seen that radio yeah, we can. <clears throat> yeah, um, kind of get decided uh, start of the week. Uh, the club kind of gave us an option. Um, basically, you can travel in buses, but it will be, I mean, it's a, it's a full coach, so it's a, it's a big kind of 50-odd seater, um, but it's like there'll be sixes on the bus. So the club would need, I mean, if you've got 20-odd players, including coaching staff, but club would probably need six, probably six, seven buses. Um, but the big thing is just, we've obviously, been, we get not caught out, but we got, um, I think it was the Aberdeen game we played a few weeks ago, and one of the boys uh, on the coach caught COVID, and two, pe- oh. two people that were closest to him on the bus then had to isolate, um, who negative. tested negative, like always continued to test negative, but mm-hmm. I mean, they were sitting close enough to him that they have to then isolate. So I think the mm-hmm. club kind of asked us and we kind of took the decision, you know what, we'll just, uh, listen, it's, it's not great, but um, we'll just drive mm-hmm. and it just stops anything like that happens. If unfortunately somebody does catch it, no one will have to miss the next three or four games after that, you know what I mean? Aye. Hopefully this is all the season that's happened, mate, because like obviously some of the announcements this week, you're hoping this is it this season, next year we can work our normal, you got a proper pre-season, mate, and next season get fans back in, name it as changing and rubbish and stuff like that, hopefully Aye. next season, mate. No, definitely because it does, it definitely has a has an effect, you know what I mean, of this season, this is the first time I've played uh, like obviously national national final first time I've actually Aye, Parkhead this year as well and oh, it's, really? it's empty so it's no you know what I mean it's Aye. everyone kind of ask you what's it like playing in places like that and it's Aye. I don't know it just it doesn't you don't you don't notice it to be honest with you because it's, it's empty um, there's Aye. no one there so uh, but listen I, as you said hopefully it will get back to normal next year because it's um, I'm sure every player will tell you probably miss having that kind of the fans at the side of the park. 100%, mate. 100%. We'll go back over to the cup final build up stuff like that and current life at Livy, mate. But uh, back to the start of now, mate. So, where was it you grew up? Was it the drum you originally from? I know your dad. No, stuff I'm like as well, uh, originally from, well, I say originally, I've kind of never really moved until I went to Walsall. Uh, I've stayed uh, in Bishop Briggs. 
So oh, fuck yeah, I've always kind of been uh, been Bishop Briggs. Well, saying that until four days ago, uh, I'm in Rob Royston now. I moved about four, uh, four days ago. So um, yeah. I always been Bishop Briggs, but my dad was Aye. just always he was always with the some chap amateurs as long as kind of I can remember to be fair so um, it was like a boys club growing up then was it mate was that who you kind of uh, I was West up? Park oh, right. West Park when oh, I was really young uh, Eastern Bartonshire West Park um, and then I eventually did play uh, Drum Chapel amateurs uh, under 15s I went to Drum Chapel um, right. and played there a couple of years uh, before I eventually moved to moved to Dumbarton but I Drum Chapel it just seems like Probably grew up as much in Drum Chapel as I did in Bishop Riggs to be fair, mate. football with my dad every every time they were training or, or had games. Aye. You mentioned your dad there, mate. Like, I always know him pretty well. I'll keep touching him, especially all Rangers and Celtic kind of banter. <laughs> but um, he must have, he was a bigger influence in my career, so I can imagine himself Aye. he was a bigger. Fifty who doesn't know, old big Chaz, Charlie Devlin, the top man at Drum Chapel Amateurs. So, it was like and you growing up was he hard on you Nicky or was he um, nah, not, re- not really to be fair he it, it was hard on me the bastard don't say that there's other people that got it a wee bit nah to be fair I only um, a couple of times because obviously when he when he was taking uh, helping take Dumbarton's under 19's uh, when I played a couple of times I kind of struggled to struggled to cope with the fact he was the manager like shouting at me, if you know what I mean. It was almost like, Aye. like you're my, like you're my dad. Like, and I would maybe <laughs> bite back a wee bit when I shouldn't Aye. have. I, I shouldn't have done it, but it was just Aye. a case of. I mean, you shouldn't argue back with managers really, but it was just because. It's your dad, it, mate. It's my dad, eh? Like my dad shouting at <laughs> me at the side of the park, and if you can't turn around and have a go back at your dad, then you can't have a go back at anyone. You know what I mean? Um, exactly. But exactly. at the same, at the same time. It, he was the manager, so I, he was helping taking it. So I couldn't, I shouldn't have really done it. But apart from that, he wasn't really, it wasn't really hard on me. To be fair, mate, he was just obviously a massive influence. Just because, of, as I said, I was always running about in Chapel Amstel since I was, I, mean, I can remember. To be fair, I, uh, I thought the hubby. about yeah, the hubby. I love people <laughs> talk about the games they used to go and they go and watch, and um, they used to go and watch Celtic all the time, and used to go and watch Rangers or whatever it was. Like I wasn't. Uh, I just always used to go and watch. From Chapel Amateurs all the time. That was just on a Saturday. I played in the morning for my boys' club, and then in the afternoon, I went and watched from Chapel. You know what I mean? That was just the way, the way it was. To be fair, um, so I that it was a big influence, kind of that way. It was obviously the first kind of major environment I was involved in with football was was to do with him. Mm-hmm. So was it him that basically opened the door for Dumbarton? For that was that me. So um, it was obviously he knew Jim Chapman. Uh, Jim Chapman mm-hmm. and Graham Diamond at the time were, were both at Dumbarton. Um, and Graham obviously at, Graham's from Bishop Briggs as well, who he's really close pals to be fair with, uh, with my dad. Um, and then just through the, the two of them, to be fair, it kind of came about. And I think I came halfway through one of the seasons, uh, and I was well under 17s at Dumbarton at first. Uh, mm-hmm. Then the under 19s, kind of the next probably the six months from after that, the next season. And then eventually I got, got involved with got involved with the first team. How did you find that first step up for playing boys club football to pro youth football? Because yeah. you were a late bloomer, that kind of such. Because that age, that's kind of like 15, 16, 17. That's kind of when you're making that step, maybe, towards Aye. what you obviously eventually made with great effect. How did you find that at first? Because obviously, like you're saying, you're playing your dad, you're playing professional football, basically, at that yeah. stage. How did you find that? 
adapting to that, mate. Yeah, it was it was definitely kind of different. You know what I mean? It was Aye. I was going through when I was playing playing at the drum and we used to play on uh Sundays, uh so like Aye. Sunday kind of mornings. So yeah, I mean I play with the boys summoning them for the middle of the drum and you could tell when you turned up on the Sunday, some of them were absolutely stinking and bruising. <laughs> Even at, at, obviously, well, as I said, it was probably 16-year-olds at that time. And I was like, I didn't really drink or anything like that. I, I wasn't, but some of the boys you could tell and you're just looking at them, you're like, ah, you know, he's going to be absolutely brutal today. Um, Listen, mate, that was like Tony Walsh every Sunday with us, mate, by the way. And eventually when you kind of, when you got to, um, as you said, a kind of professional setup and stuff like that, a lot of the time it wasn't, it wasn't as obvious or it wasn't like, uh, especially when you kind of moved into the, the first team. But I think moving into the kind of, when I moved into the first team, the environment, I think a lot of the time, a lot of people find it hard just in terms of, they're more used to that kind of cutthroat, just win, win, win. Um, whereas mm-hmm. I think because I was so young, and even though it was uh, my dad's team at amateur level, I was brought up in like a dressing room almost, all like from very, as I said, from very, very young. So Aye. I kind of was used to the the atmosphere and the environment of you know what I mean. You need to win, you just win, 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 and that's what kind of matters. Um, so I kind of I think I made the step up that way quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I think it still is a massive, it's a massive jump, and probably Close, a kind of big, big issue with maybe why some people don't don't quite kind of accustomize to that jump. After, it's after probably the job. mentality, probably like you say, you've been installed in there, mate. It's probably kicked you on a wee bit. Talk about yeah. mentality. Like I remember when you first kind of came in, and I remember your dad had your younger brother doing it, doing it, Dumbarton mm-hmm. and again and stuff like that, wee Johnny. Um, yeah. But I also remember when you came in, and I and. To be fair, you're old, like you say, you're only there a couple of years, mate, until you actually were the first team. And the thing that struck me about you, mate, and I remember when I came back with a broken ankle, we were training with Kenny, doing it, hey, I can't remember in the part in Dumbarton, but you went yeah. for this boy that I gave him like a short space of time who just joined Dumbarton, mate, became a man physically, mate. You were a, a flying machine, you're still a flying machine, yeah. obviously, but I think yeah. everybody can see that kind of change. Was there something that maybe your dad says to you? Was it you who said, no, I've got this chance now? I can see a bit of pathway. I'm going to devour it away from football and become a professional player. Uh, Something I'm a big winner for you, mate. Part, part of me was probably when I was probably under 13s, 14s. Um, right. I was with Hamilton, like I was with Hamilton, Aki's. Um, and obviously at the time, I mean, you're still a young boy, you're thinking you're in Hamilton's youth set up. You're obviously miles away from it, but you just think ah, I'm going to play in the first team at Hamilton, yeah, and then I'll move to yeah. here, and then I'll do this, do that, and obviously I get released at Hamilton uh, under 14s, and then I just went back, as I said, to play boys club. I think it was probably then when I got a chance to go back to like Dumbarton, I get a chance to go back to the kind of professional setup again. It was almost one like I was like, well, and, and like this is I've got almost opportunity, opportunity. Um, I know obviously going in I knew the man, the first team manager obviously I was still with under 17s but I knew the first team manager liked me I knew his assistant liked me so it was almost like I mean if I can go in here and do well and, and try and kick on then there, there might be an opportunity for me to end up pushing into the first team here and, and playing games and then you never know kind of what can happen so I think it was probably the, the fact that I got I felt like I got a second chance at going back into um, a youth set up at, at Dumbarton that probably Probably the kind of main, do you want to be a bit but the main kind of thing I didn't want to let go and, and have a right go at it. Because, mm-hmm. like I say, mate, you become 
basically a flying machine flat. I remember because I remember doing pre season and you were just flying, mate. I remember that's it was my game, Tuesday. Aye. <laughs> <Tuesday. laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, like that's for a young age, mate. So it's obviously still doing good stead. But like I say, like I think that for, for my memories of you, it was basically Dumbarton just basically get promoted, yeah. and um, I think like there's a bit of change that they kind of set. Like Joyce had left the kind of young youth team stuff like a bit. I kind of I don't know. It was I kind of wash it because Chappie ended up getting sacked, whatever. But yeah. it was I think Chappie gave you your debut. Eh? Yeah, Chappie gave me my debut on the Saturday and then on the Tuesday he got sacked. Was so, that high? Is that a hand? Well, I was... At first, you're, you're obviously buzzing, eh? You make your debut. It's all you kind of want to... As you're growing up, you just want to be a... You want to be a footballer. You want to say you're a professional footballer. Um, and obviously, I made my debut, as I said, on the Saturday, um, which obviously you're buzzing with. Um, and then, as I said, I on the Tuesday, he, he kind of, we were training at um, Tory Glen. We were in, uh, yeah. we were outside on a Tuesday at Tory Glen. So I remember kind of being in, arriving at Tory Glen, and the, uh, the captain um, was saying he was like, we need to go inside. We were having a meeting first before training. And it, I was obviously still, as I said, still young, first kind of time in a first team like set up or anything so I just thought maybe meetings like that happen all the time <laughs> what we're talking about because um, obviously we, we get beaten the Saturday so I was like maybe we'll just go talk about the game and uh, Chappie right. said that he was he was leaving um, and Alan Adamson was going to take over like the assistant was then going to take over till, till at least the end of the season uh, right. it was um, and obviously at first I'm just kind of like I'm done here eh? like the manager just gave me my debut Two days later, three days later, he's gone. As like, this could be me, like I could have, listen, I've maybe played a professional game, but it could be my one and only here because you never know what can what can happen. And the assistant manager might not like you, might not kind of, because we weren't in a good position at the time. We were doing the bottom. I so, was struggling. Yeah, this. I remember that. It was maybe, it was maybe a probably a big decision for Chappie at first, but then the assistant manager to to keep playing me because I was only seventeen. I mean, I think a lot of the time when you're in a position like that. Managers tend to turn to their experienced mm-hmm. players, the boys that have maybe right. been there or done that. So, um, obviously at the time I was kind of like, "I could be, me. could be done here." Eh? Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but Neil, mate. But how did how did the team take to you? How were like, the kind of pros in that team take to you? Such did you feel as if obviously you're talking about maybe the gaffer making the looking stuff up? How did you maybe feel uh, training with the first team? And obviously you want to play. With, do you feel as if you're fitting in? Or I think they were good with me to be fair because for quite a while. I think I was still with, obviously I was playing with the 19s, but I'd started training mm. a bit with the first team. So it wasn't, a, it wasn't a case of like, I was almost just come in first day and I played a game or anything like that. So I had been playing for them for a bit. And uh, the first team at the time, to be fair, they had a lot of good, like good pros and stuff like that. And boys that did look at, like, did look after me in that Ryan McStay and that were brilliant with me. Um, and then eventually Mark Goheny and stuff like that, and, uh, Paul Nugent, they were all kind of, there was loads of them at the club, to be fair, mate, that were actually good with me. Um, Big Shea was class, huh? Big Shea was class, man. Big Shea was brilliant. With, and I think, to be fair, at the time, I wasn't like the first one of the youth boys to come through. There was boys before me in terms of like McNiff, uh, Big Mush at the time, Daly. There was a lot of boys Aye. that played first team. So it wasn't like a brand new thing for the first team that, oh, here's this young boy coming up. Like, we don't usually get young boys. There was... Boys kind of readily coming through all, all the time almost. 
Um, so it wasn't as if it was a, a brand new thing for the first team players, you know what I mean? Like you say, I think that was a good thing about Chappie. Like, plenty of boys for your team did get that chance, I think. Like you say, but... <laughs> I don't know, but right, you've been after Maestro there, but there was always a pathway Aye. there, and I was the, I think that was the exciting thing for boys like yourself and boys who did end up kicking on a wee bit because it gave them that opportunity, like you say. Maybe you may have not go out anywhere else at Dumbarton, but like you look for that second chance, like you Aye, say, mate. I, mean, I, think, I think there was like probably from the team that we, uh, we were involved in, you're probably talking about seven or eight boys probably played Aye. with Dumbarton, like made appearances. So, and that's probably not, especially probably lower levels, that's not really. <laughs> It's not really heard of, eh? Like you don't really get a lot of like definitely boys, that many boys coming through, especially lower divisions. It seems to be more experienced players, and uh, so it was. It was good, Jim. As you said, Chappie was really good with that, and I think he wanted he wanted um, that because obviously it could it could help the club if they could produce players and and probably move, then move them on. To be fair, hundred percent, mate. So for that kind of moment on, mate, how did it kind of go for you? Because basically, we'll come to the kind of Mullerwell speed and stuff that. Didn't know him, but how did it go for you then? Because you kind of kicked on a wee bit, eh? Yeah, it was, it was good. That it, I don't, hard to say, but obviously with Chappie then moving and the, the new manager, Aaron Adamson, taking the job, he then played me, and he played me every game. From the, the game I made my debut, he played me then every game till the end of the season. Um, and I don't know, as I said, I don't know if maybe Jim Chapman would have done the exact same. I don't know if he would have maybe took me in and out. Uh, and I don't know if I was maybe kind of lucky it was Alan at the time that then, because it was good experience for me, you know what I mean? As, as I said, we were, in a, we were in a bad position. We were fighting we were in a dog fight, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, to be fair, luckily we managed to, to get out of it. But it was, um, it, was a, it was a tough season for your first season, still only being 17. It was, it was tough to kind of first mm-hmm. bit in men's football. And, you know what I mean? You're, you're going every week and you're, you're having to fight and scrap and mm-hmm. kind of get any kind of points you can get to try and pull yourself away from the relegation. Um, and just thankfully we managed to manage to do that, to be fair. Was Jack Ross in there been at that point? I can't remember. Jack Ross know. was in at my first... I, came, I went back to Dumbarton on loan. Oh, yeah, and when I went was back there. to Dumbarton on loan, he was there. Um, he was. He All came right. in as the assistant eventually to... Oh, I saw Jack for And then when Alan eventually left... I was there when I went on loan. Alan left during that, and Jack mm-hmm. Ross kind of took it interim before Ian Murray got the job. So I Jack Ross was there kind of as the assistant manager. Uh, right, we'll so come back on that, mate. Uh, we'll come back on that, mate. So, like we say, mate, so you've done well in your kind of first year, and then um, we'll go to this kind of period where you've ended up getting the move to to Motherwell. Um, I think you went back. Did you go back on loan? Was that right? I went first back to. I went to Motherwell and then towards the end of the season, that was my first spell at Steny. I right, kind of done right. a Steny, Dumbarton Steny, like I kind of went to the circle to be fair at one point. Um, I went to Steny and then Dumbarton alone as well. I See when um, you first get the kind of contact about Motherwell, um, yeah. first, who, who's a gaffer there? But are you feeling, you've talked, you've talked, you're basically up on levels here, you're talking about the uh, boys club to that to that what was your kind of feeling just another massive step up did you feel like I've got you up my uh, game here or did you feel maybe you were even ready at that stage mate, for that move uh, to the SPL well, especially to be fair I wasn't like it wasn't meant to be uh, Motherwell to be honest with you I went All down right. when I was at the Barton I went down to Preston for a week right. um, they were obviously at the championship at the time and I went down on a Monday I was meant to go down Monday to Friday I was training um, 
and then I was coming back up the road and I had to come back up the road on the Friday because obviously I was still at the Barton, so we were then playing on the Saturday. I had a first team game or whatever on the Saturday. So right. I was down training Monday to Friday down there and Darren Ferguson was the manager at the time. All right, all right. And went down and on the Friday when I was coming back up, I'd actually agreed to go back down the next Friday to sign. So I was going to sign for Preston. Like I'd, I, as I said, I went down there for the week. They obviously thought that I'd done all right when I came in training. For, I was with the under, what say, 18s? I think it was 18s uh, at the time uh, in, England, in England. That's the way they worked their kind of youth setup. So I was uh, with 18s and uh, they said they wanted me to sign. Um, and as I said, I was going down the next Friday to do that. And then on the Saturday, I can't remember who they were. I should probably remember it as well. The first team, I can't remember who they were playing. And they lost. And on the Monday morning, Darren Ferguson got sacked. So, Jesus, man. And at, the t- at that point, they then just said, everything we're doing, any kind of transfers in or out, everything's just completely stopping just now. Because it was during January. And they just said, everything just, no more. Right, we're stopping the now. Nobody's moving at all. Um so I was obviously at first, I was kind of like, fucking hell, man. Guy, man. I got, got my head round, that was me, because obviously I was still at school, so I was like, got my head round, <laughs> I'm going to be leaving school, going down to England, whatever. Um, right. And then it just didn't, didn't materialise. So when the Motherwell um, opportunity eventually came up, I was like, straight away, I was just like, I like, just like Aye. get it done, get it signed. Like, I want to know that I'm going to go in full time somewhere in, in the summer. Um because obviously I was, I mean, gutted to be fair that the Preston one fell through. To be honest with you, but it was who's it thing. you spoke to, Motherwell? Who 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 can uh, I meet the Gordon, first Motherwell? Uh, Gordon Young. So he was the yeah. youth team manager at Motherwell, yeah. um, the under 19s and then under 20s. It was so uh, he was the first one, and then obviously I spoke to uh, Stuart McCall and stuff like that as well, and they kind of made it clear. Like, I mean, they wanted me to wanted me to. Oh, he's better. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they, wanted me, to, yeah. they <laughs> wanted me to go in, and Kenny Black was his assistant. Kenny Black was brilliant aye, as well. Um, so, I so what was the kind of what was the kind of top end when you're going to Motherwell? Was it basically in the youth and maybe kick on to the first team, or was it maybe on the fringes? What was the kind of what were they telling you football wise, mate? I, to be fair, I knew at the time. Obviously, I'd, I was still. By the time I signed for Motherwell, when I moved there, I was still 17, so I knew. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm, when I went to Motherwell, Motherwell were, that was when, I mean, they had the Champions League qualification Fine, and stuff like that. They were, sitting, they were sitting third, I think, nearly every year. I think that's finished to do with the Rangers. Finished one year, Finished one year, so mm-hmm. um, I knew like, I wasn't going to go in and automatically just, you know I mean, just play. Um, I, was, I knew where I was coming from and I knew where Motherwell were at the time. So I was in with the youth team uh, to begin with and obviously a couple of months in there and I'd started the season kind of really well, to be honest with you. Um, and mm-hmm. then at training, one of the days at training, I think we were meant to be playing Celtic in the youth team on the Friday and on the Tuesday or something, the reserves were playing in a bounce uh, Wednesday, sorry, the reserves were playing in a bounce game and Stuart McCall wanted me to play in the bounce game. Mm-hmm. But... Young A, the youth team manager, was saying, obviously, because we'd started the season well with a youth team, mm-hmm. so I think he said to um, Stuart McCoy, he was like, listen, we've started really well. We've got Celtic on Friday. Don't want them having to play Wednesday, Friday. Um, and I think they were they kind of agreed, right, no problem, we'll no play them. And then at the training, I done my knee. 
And then that was me till, I think that was, that was in the, what do you say, September, start of September. And then I came back, played the last, that was when I went out in Stenhouse Muir, the last five games of the season. So you're talking right. probably April-ish time that I eventually, because right. the league season under 19 is finished. So uh-huh. there was nothing, Aye. there was no, nothing game, for you. There was no games for me or anything like that. So that's why eventually the first time I went to Stenhouse Muir, it was just a case of, can I go and, uh, can I go somewhere and play five, <laughs> five or six games, whatever it is, just to get playing again? And um, because uh, I missed probably missed about seven, eight months of that season, so uh, straight away I was kind of like, you know, maybe a full so time s- football kind of day. <laughs> I don't know, mate. We had some work up to this point, you man. Fucking gaffers getting sacked and injured. Yeah, disaster, disaster. So I'll kind of I'll let you kind of tell your own story here, like you say the kind of the loan moves and stuff like that, yeah. but. Was there ever a point in that in this that you maybe panicking, maybe like you want it wasn't really work out for you? Or were you confident you were gonna put the work in? Was it maybe were you ever panic or you just kinda say I'll get um, through this stage, I'll get through this and see what happens, kinda? See, to be honest with me, uh when I came back from uh like my knee like when I came back from my knee injury at first, the first my first loan spell with Stanley was good. Like I went there and I think it was kind of the adrenaline of you're eventually back playing after eight months. You like I mm-hmm. felt like I was playing well, but to be fair, the next year when I went out loan a couple of times, I was miles off it, mate. I knew myself, like I wasn't I wasn't anywhere near the level that maybe like that got me to Motherwell, if you know what I mean. It got me maybe Aye. I wasn't I wasn't playing as I wasn't playing as well and I wasn't as fit as I probably should have been. Aye. And um it took me it took me a lot longer, mate, to like get over the injury than it Aye. probably should have. To be honest, and it was basically no from anywhere else, more myself. To be honest, aye, with you. Aye, um, so I just don't think maybe that told you, mate. Maybe or was it maybe just kind of not a lack of motivation, but just maybe kind of taking a step off it. Uh, potentially, I, I think I think it was. You know, I mean, I done like my rehab stuff and all that. Everything I done was was brilliant, and Mother were very good with that. To be honest with you, the two physios there were brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. kind of put me through like my rehab and stuff like that because obviously I was still. I mean, I was still 17 when I'd done the injury, so I was kind of, you know, I didn't know what was what was going on, and kind of mentally, you're kind of like, like, is this me done? Is this me, like, is it am I finished now, whatever? Um, so yeah. they were brilliant, but it's when I came back from it, you know, I mean, I, I should have definitely done, like, my rehab stuff like that. I should have, I, sh- I knew I should have kept it going, but, you know, I mean, I probably just got, to be honest with you, I just probably got slack with it, um, and I didn't... As I said, when it came to the games and stuff like that, I just wasn't a, I don't know if it was maybe... I don't really know what it was, to be honest with you, mate. I just knew within myself I wasn't, a, I wasn't playing the same as I probably knew I could. And as I said, I, was, I wasn't playing at the levels that, that first got me a, a move to Motherwell. Um, and it maybe about a wake-up call for you, mate? Yeah, majorly. Majorly. And Aye. even the, when I left Motherwell to go to Stenhouse Muir, the, the year I played there, I signed there. I didn't. I knew myself as well. Like come the end of the season, I was like, I, I knew I didn't have a good season. I was, mm-hmm. I had an all right season. I didn't have a great season, anything like that. But I knew uh, myself. I was like, like you uh, know, you're not performing the way like uh, you know you could or you, you should be. Um, and it wasn't uh, until I went to Earth that I, that I got that back. To be honest with you, mate. Uh, what age were you when this was kind of happening? You must have been um, must have been nine twenty at this point. Eighteen, eighteen, nineteen. Uh, 18, 19, uh, everyone. So, and saying that, sorry, 
18, I, 18 I would have been because uh, I was 19 eventually when I signed uh, Rare. I may have happened a good time for you then, mate, because maybe, like you say, maybe you put up the, maybe up, up the arse that maybe needed it at the time uh, and maybe yeah, wake up call what you say, mate. So. Uh, definitely, and as I said, I don't really think uh, I got myself like back to to playing, as I said, to the levels that I knew I could get to until until I probably moved to Air, mate, to be honest with you. Aye. That kind of, as I said, that year at Stenishmuir, I knew as well, but I just, Aye. I wasn't playing as, as well as I could have. Aye. Before we come to that, Perman move to Steny, um, yeah. how did it come to an end then, basically, for you at Motherwell? Was there basically any kind of pathway for you, or did there a kind of mutual agreement that the best thing for you was to go and play football and get yourself on that kind of, find your feet, basically, as a player? I knew, I knew myself because obviously as I said I had the two kind of loan spells in my second year at Motherwell um, went to Stenishmuir and Dumbarton well went to Dumbarton at first this time and then Stenishmuir the second time um, but as I said I knew like I wasn't I wasn't like playing well enough to, to go back to Motherwell and get a new deal and as I said Motherwell were flying at the time I think it was something Matt, Tom Hately had paid, uh, he was playing right back and he played something like 150 or something like that, games in a row or something like that um, and he was he was playing it wasn't as if he was just playing he was playing well um, and as I said mother were flying I knew myself I wasn't going to um, wasn't going to get a new contract I didn't to be, fine, to be honest with you mate I didn't like deserve a new contract to rent um, so eventually mm. kind of spoke to Stuart McCall on that and listen he was he was brand new he was brilliant about it he just kind of said listen mm. unfortunately it's no it's no working out here for you um, you're not going to play uh, and obviously the best thing for you is to go and Go and sign somewhere, play, keep playing games. I still, I was obviously eighteen at the time, so Aye. still young enough to go and kick on again. Aye. So don't worry about Definitely. this. Um, so no, nah, it was, um, it was kind of, it was no kind of hard feelings or anything like that when I when I left Motherwell, mate. Aye. So you see, me, you end up at Stenny, mate. This is your kind of chance now to kind of kick on a wee bit and kind of get a run of football. You probably need it this time, mate. How was yeah. that season for you? It, at first, it started not too bad, to be honest. We we we, we started the season really well at Steny. Um, Martin Corrigan was the manager, which was a big attraction, to be honest, to go in there. Because um, obviously, kind of leaving Motherwell, he was I mean, a legend at Motherwell. He played a lot of games for them, Premier League. He played my position, so my kind of thought process was like, I'm going to go there, and he's going to make like he's going to be able to make me better. Like he's going to teach, well, not teach me, but he's going to show me different things that maybe I've not kind of learned or whatever um, and I can kind of develop and uh, as I say we started the season not too bad and then midway through we kind of had a bad run um, and then Marty eventually left and then towards the end of the season I just didn't know as I, as I said I wasn't I didn't play didn't play great towards the end of the season what's um, going on there? nah I didn't I, to be fair, I wasn't it wasn't as if I was like having I wasn't having nightmares and stuff like that I was still Aye. playing every week to be honest with you but mm-hmm. I just just from yourself, you, you know what I mean? You know yourself, you came off a game and you're like, or you've had a few weeks that you're not being playing well, you just know yourself, you're like, I'm no, mm-hmm. something's no quite right or something's no, no, no working, but it's not quite there for me now. Mm-hmm. And, and as I said, at the end of that season, I ended up leaving and um, it wasn't until the next year that I probably, I probably got that kind of that right. bug back for it and, and that feeling back. Was that the season Rangers were in the league? Aye, aye, Rangers were in. Aye. Um, Rangers were in the. It was League, aye, League One at the time. 
Was that was the jolly room that season? Was that, was that the game? I was mean, that season Sean Higgins called the penalty in these last time? That was the second time. The second oh, game at Ibrox, to be honest, the first uh, game at Ibrox that year, we got absolutely battered. And, uh, and I think it finished eight. Is that right? I just remember, I remember at the time, Rangers, I think they scored after, I think John Daly might have got a hat-trick that day, to be honest with you, and I think he scored after about 30 seconds. Um, I just always remember, um, I conceded the fifth goal, and the way the balls went in, I'm on deck, and I've turned to, like, as I've looked at the ball going in, I've turned in the captain was lying on the ground as well, big, uh, big Ross McMillan, <laughs> and the two of us have just kind of looked at each other, and we're both at the exact same time just kind of looked at the scoreboard. <laughs> and it's obviously said 5-0, but it said like 59 minutes, and the two of us are just like, oh, oh, we've, like, we've still And obviously, uh, Spanish beer, you're part-time, so we're just uh, like, you can't compete at like, that uh, level against uh, like Rangers and that fitness-wise. So you knew uh, the last half hour uh, was going to be the worst half hour because uh, that's when you're really... Almost it's toy me, mate. So it was almost a kind of two just looked at each other and looked at it at the exact same time. It was just a kind of, I think we both just aye. puffed up. It was a, aye, get me off of that, man. Aye, I know. <laughs> get um, How was that first experience for you, mate? Sorry, mate. Eh? How was your experience of actually playing at Ibrox for front of 50,000, mate? That must have been a kind of. Like, even though you're, we all know you're a party Thistle fan, right enough, but... it was brilliant, mate, because that was, as you said, that was the first time I'd ever played in front of a crowd anything like that, you know what I mean? Um, and obviously from the year before, Nicky Law left Motherwell the same time as me and signed for Rangers. And right, the year right, before, right. I used to do Nicky Law's boots. So oh, right, right. He was, he, I was speaking to him in the kind of the morning of that game, and he was he texted me a picture, and I think it was maybe the picture of Rangers or something put up on their Twitter, um, and it just it was like a picture of obviously Ibrox, and it was, I just remember the day like that day it was absolutely scorching, mate. I think it was uh, Armed Forces Day. Oh, was so it? Was I make a big absolutely that, like rammed, You know what I mean? There was guy. Uh, there was. Uh, Guys coming past triples went on that. So the place was absolutely full. And I remember walking when you're walking out in the tunnel, that was the first time I'd obviously done uh, walked out there as well. And he was actually uh-huh. beside me as we were walking out. And he kind of, I think he said something, he said something about this is why you this is why you want to play football or something like that. It was something along those lines. And then uh-huh. to be fair, after that, as soon as I got outside, you could for the next 90 minutes, you can hear a thing. Like uh-huh. honestly, try to speak to people in the park, it was just especially when as I said Rangers scored after about 30 seconds so I mean when you go to places like that the first thing you want to do get through the first 10 minutes get through Mm -hmm. the first 10 minutes hopefully start maybe they get on their back or whatever I mean 30 seconds in we lost a goal or whatever it is like the place is just fucking buzzing eh? honestly you could not speak to people on the park it was incredible was your old man there? Probably no, the drum probably had a game. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he was there. Um, but I, I know he wasn't. He definitely wasn't at the three-three game because it was my mum and my uncle. Um, and Aye. what you say? My cousin was maybe there. Mum, my uncle, and my cousin was at the three-three game because there was actually a picture that 
when we scored the third goal, he's my uncle, uh, and he's kind of there's hardly any Stenhouse Muir fans there, eh? so you can pick him <laughs> right. out. And he's kind of got like three fingers up to like the range to draw three, three, <laughs> but three fingers up. I think Stenhouse Muir must have used the picture or something like that. Um, obviously, the fans Aye. celebrating, but he seemed he was in it. Uh, but no, I don't Aye. think my dad was there. Uh, <laughs> Thankfully, like you say, but. but to go back to our 8 0 drubbing at Ibrox, mate, for a part time yeah. team, to then go back a few months later, mate, 3 yeah. 3, mate, that's some resilience, mate. I think that maybe happened to the Rangers. That's the thing, after a couple of games, teams are getting used to getting how they played. But I think it just shows a level doing the low leagues, mate. There's a lot of good players doing that low. Yeah. People, people that maybe don't consider the fact there's boys who have played tap level football in Scotland to maybe drop Aye. down for now and again. But it was some mentality for yourselves, man, to come back to that, man. Eh? Yeah, I think even that the three three game, you know what I mean? I think I, I think we were actually winning twice. I think we went one up, one each, and then I think we went two one up and then two, two, three, two, and then we, to be fair, Higgy got a penalty. I'm not really I've I've seen it back I've seen it back a couple of times at the time. I'm not really convinced it was a penalty to be honest with you. Um uh, it was from a corner. Put somebody said like the refs gave it for like pulling and that, but you know what corners are like, man. Can't go it's not every time I'm pulling, you know what I mean? But that's like thankful for all you he gave it and Higgy kinda of showed a lot of as I say, a lot of bottle to be fair, because as I said, we were winning twice to then mm-hmm. I mean going behind. It's hard to do that in football at the best of times, never mind uh, I mean playing at Ibrook. So um uh, nah, it was a it was a good result to be fair. Um uh, I guess it all shares that on Twitter and Facebook anyway, man. Yeah, so he likes it. Yeah, yeah, he, he does like it. He does like Aye. it. Fair play. To, to be honest, I think the, the commentary not after it was that was probably the other guy going for it. I was it was a good kind of it was a good good result for us in, in that season anyway. So back on yourself, mate. So like you say, you end up going to United. How'd that come about? Because like you said, you've maybe not done what you. Probably with, you maybe thought you could have done better, but imagine that you and the calls totally keen to the same, mate. So how that come about, mate? What was he saying to you as you joined there? See, to be honest, I was I felt that I was very lucky to be honest with you because, yeah. like from from my point of view, I was like obviously I was leaving Stenhouse Muir, but you know I mean I felt like I was go I was going to a bigger like a bigger club than Stenhouse Muir when I was signing right. for there. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> So I, I felt in that way I was kind of I was kind of lucky and I think it actually came about uh, Kevin McKinley he was the left back at Steny the year I was at Steny and he had signed for there and it was uh, Mark Roberts at the time so he he was the manager and he knew Kev uh, he knew Kevin so he signed him and then I think obviously managers new players they were talking whatever and, um, manager says we 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 really need a right back in. And it was through Kegs, to be honest with you, Kegs that uh, Kevin then said he was like Nicky Dale. He's like he's leaving. I know he's leaving Stenhouse Muir. He's like 100% bring him in. And I went down there to train, trained a couple of days, and then eventually signed. Um, and as I said, I was delighted because I, in my view, I was leaving Stenhouse Muir, but I was moving to a a bigger Aye. a bigger club. I thought. Um, mm-hmm. And it was almost, almost as I said, the way it's kind of worked out, maybe. Maybe lucky because at the time when I was leaving Stenhouse Muir, it was probably a right good chance I would have, I could have fell out the game. To like be honest with you, I could, um, maybe you've said, mate, like you've maybe been doing a bit, a bit of good luck, mate. To be honest with you, like aye. you kind of said with injuries and 
gaffers getting sacked, stuff like that. So maybe this was kind of a break, like we say. Aye, definitely, um, definitely, mate. Definitely. Like we, we had um, Ian McCall's boy on a few weeks ago, Ross Doherty, and he, right. he speaks <laughs> volumes of him. How do, how do you go yeah. to McCall? Obviously, he's end up, yeah, he's here, the captain and stuff like that, mate. So I take it you must have gone on pretty well, eh? To be fair, no word of lies. Jenny texts me today um, saying good luck for Sunday. Um, and he finds his, sends his message off. His message is off every time I MC. So I, yeah, I don't <laughs> know if he knows. Like, people can save phone numbers and stuff like that. They know who's texting them. Um, but no, he was like, as you said, he made me captain and that down there. And that, he, uh, he came in kind of halfway through my first season. So for the second season and third season, he made me captain and as I said, I was only 20 at the time, so it was a kind of big, it was a big thing for me for him, for him to do that. And um, yeah, he was like massive influence on on my mm-hmm. career, and uh, as I said, probably helped played a major part to to get me to <laughs> to where I am now. Aye. So your time at Air, mate, the kind of first season was kind of so so finishing eighth. Second season promotion, yeah. third season relegation. We'll go into the relegation season in a minute, but sum up that season for us, mate, and culminating obviously. in Getting promoting, yeah, promotion. It was brilliant to be fair, and we were probably we were a wee bit uh, unlucky. Um, we had them mm-hmm. in the league that year, and the were full time, and they were strong. To be fair, they, they had a good side, um, mm-hmm. and we were close up until Christmas. It was really close, and then after the Christmas period, we went on a kind of bad run, and they went on a good run, and just kind of stretched away from us. To to be fair, um, and probably in the end, won it. We won it quite comfortably, to be honest with you. But obviously, we we knew kind of we would have been in the playoffs, kind of minimum. Um, and it was just a coming towards the end of the season. It was just a case of what position we were going to finish, second, third, or fourth. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, you can't figure it, mate. He's finished. He's Yeah, I think because we knew if we finished second, we would have played third place. And with a few games to go, it was going to be us, and definitely going to be us and Peterhead. So it was just a. The, it was just a case of who finished second and third between mm-hmm. us two. So we knew if we finished second, we would have got the home game second, the home leg second, basically. Um, and I, f- I think it was the second last game of the season. We played them up there and we beat them three or four nil. And I think that nice. was like, after that, we were like, like we could, we know we're playing them in the semis. So if we can turn up, produce this again, well, you know what I mean, you're one step into the finals, you know what I mean, straight away. So, and we managed to do that. So we went back up there a couple of weeks later and uh, beat them quite, I think we beat them three or four one as, as well in the, semi, in the semi-final. Um, and then kind of, I think we beat them 2-1 maybe. I scored that, actually. 2-1. Uh, you scored a goal? The second leg. The second you leg, yeah. five goals of your career. I was like, this yeah. another yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The second leg. See, to I honestly think about half of my goals have probably been against Peter Head. I think I scored three, 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 <laughs> three goals. I got uh, all three in the same season, um, all against Peter Head. But now nah, we we were confident, but to be fair, we scraped through in the end because over the the final again is two legged and um were much better than us over the two games. Uh, much yeah. much better than us. And to be fair, you kind of mentioned earlier we dock by scored an absolute belter. Aye, remember that. Down there, um, I think his left foot. I think it was volleying his left foot, and um, it was, it was almost one of them. Mate. It was because, as I said, they were better than us down there. Um, mm-hmm. It was a Tuesday night. We went down there to play, and they, they were just 
they didn't, I don't say they played off the park, but they were the better team. And um, obviously they were winning one 0 We Doc scored that in the honestly must have been about Aye. 94 last minutes. few minutes for that. See when you see when we scored that, I think that that killed them completely. Aye, I mentality shifted there. I think they, I, I think they thought we're going to go to. I mean, they're going to the last minute or whatever of the game. They're probably thinking we're going to go to air on Saturday with a lead, a lead to defend. Like it just completely changes the game. I think when Doc scored that, it just I think it just drained the life right out of them. Um, and even to be fair, even the second leg, there was nothing in the game. It was again no no. Um, and then penalty kicks and big kind of big Greg Fleming just unbelievable. To be fair, saved the first first three penalties in the shootout. So if we'd missed them there, Doc missed actually. Did he? I kept that way. Yeah, he, he had a penalty. He had a penalty to win it. He had the penalty to win it and he missed it. To be fair, I was nowhere near hitting it. Honestly, I, was, like, I, was a, I would have been 11th, to be honest with you, and, uh, if there was um, people hitting them. But yeah, we don't. Um, he missed the penalty. And Andy Graham then scored. So, nah, but it's great, to be fair. Uh, How was the party honest, after that, mate? Oh, Mental, mental. <laughs> is he to be honest? In that? there, I know. Furies was it? Um, we ended up in Furies. I went somewhere first. <laughs> um, it's, it's called. I know it's called Ask now. Arthur Street Kitchen. Right? I can't remember what it used to be called. Um, oh, but it was absolutely like mental. And at the time, obviously, I was. I was still young, obviously. I'm still 21 at the time. And I remember like we had a few experienced boys in the team, uh, Peter Murphy and like Ryan Stevenson. And I remember Steve O saying to me at one point, because I'm probably steaming um, in this boozer after it. And <laughs> I remember seeing Steve O, and I, I could see him like standing kind of back. It looked like he was just kind of taking everything in. But up to him, I was like, I was like, what's up? What's up? Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I think he just basically said, he was like, don't know how many of these you get. He was like, because he was obviously getting older at the time as well then. So he was like, I mean, I might not get another one of these to celebrate. I think he was just almost saying like, I mean, you just got to take take it in, enjoy it. Because I think at the time you just think, I mean, I was still young enough. So I was like, this is going to happen every year. You know what I mean? We'll win something. We'll we'll do this. We'll do that every year. you know yourself and fit what just doesn't doesn't happen. You have have more lows than you do. Highs probably, um, so it was kind of it was unbelievable to get get promoted to be fair because with like I felt the club the club should have been in you know what I mean the championship is big enough to be in the mm-hmm. championship and competing um, and to kind of it was a bit of a probably more relief than anything to get promoted Aye. to be honest with you um, especially kind of being captain I felt kind of probably more responsibility mm-hmm. or that for for it to be honest. You touched on being the captain, it meant to say you. So, how did did you feel like you were a young captain or a kind of a big, big club for that kind of level, mate? Did yeah. you feel maybe extra pressure on you, or was it because you're still quite young, you're a bit in that innocent naivety kind of way? You can maybe just take it, say, I'll, I'll take it on here, I'll, I'll do it. How, well, you, how did you take that, mate? Probably a bit of both, to be honest, mate. I was I, the first thing I done was like I spoke to, I think there was like three or four boys from the year before that were staying. Like experienced players, like to um, Peter Murphy, Brian Gilmore, um, Mark, Martin Campbell, who had been at the club for a long time, and probably people you would have thought looking from the outside were probably better, not better choices, but probably more 
like appropriate or whatever choices. Um, so the first thing I done was I spoke to them. Like said to them, listen, the manager said blah blah. Um, and to be fair, they were all like brilliant with me. They yeah. they kind of just said, listen, we'll back you hundred percent. You ever need anything? Let us know. Whatever blah blah. So it that straight away was a kind of a bit of release okay. for me. Um, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't maybe going in and into the dressing room the first time and kind of thinking, you know what I mean, maybe people think I shouldn't be the captain or I shouldn't be this uh-huh. or, you know what I mean, who's he, he's only 20, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so knowing I had their kind of, not approval, but like their backing was uh-huh. really a big for me, to be honest with you. And as you said, uh-huh. part of me was kind of like young enough, but... Bring it on, just, mate. Uh-huh. I take uh-huh. it on, eh? Uh-huh. So, like we say, next season, mate, was a bit of kind of dynamic change or was it maybe a step up level that led to, obviously... Relegation. We'll obviously, yeah. talking about you leaving the club in the season, but did something happen? Uh, maybe, or was it maybe just you know, this in, step up level? Uh, to be fair, in the season, um, we weren't. We just. I think I still think we should have done better than what we did. We had good players, um, and I don't think we played or got the results that like we should have got. Um, obviously, we were we were basically still part time, um, and then that mm-hmm. league it was. I think Dumbarton were in it who were part-time and everybody else was full-time I'm trying to remember anyone else that would have been part-time in it I don't think there was um, yeah, and obviously to be fair as well I think that year we were almost unlucky you know what I mean I think come Christmas time St Mirren were basically done they they were gone and then Jack Ross got the job oh, was that that season for guy man he uh, turned that around that day, mate. he, he got um, fine man the second half, I think Hibs won it that year. And uh, the second half of the season, St Mirren got more points than Hibs. Obviously, St Mirren were bottom in January. So, at the time, almost like in January, you were kind of thinking, if we can get a good few, a couple of wins here, whatever, we could avoid the playoffs as well. We could just stay up automatically, nothing. Uh, and then, as I said, Jack Ross came in. St Mirren went on a uh, unbelievable run. That season we played St Mum seven times because we played them in three, three uh, two of the cups, we played them in a replay in one of the cups as well. Uh, so we ended up playing St Mum seven times that year, so I was sick to death for them to be honest with you. Um, but I we we should have done better than what we did to be honest with you. But it was just uh, it was one of those things that a lot of things kind of didn't go didn't go right mm-hmm. right for us. And listen, at the end of the day, you finish where you, you should. You know I mean, you in a, in a league, you, it's over enough games to you finish where you should and unfortunately for us that year kind of it was the last day we went down but um, we should have done better to be honest that's part of football isn't it mate really I know I know, um, I, know. It was just, I think it was just frustrating to be we got ourselves we gave ourselves a chance to, towards the end it went into mm-hmm. the last day as I said away to Rafe Rovers and it was actually going to be us or Rafe that went down um, oh, and on the last day we, we didn't get a good enough result to, to, to overtake them so um, yeah frustrating to be honest well, going to you going down south in a second, mate. But at this stage in your career, how that you see, you said that you maybe kicked on it there. How are you yeah. feeling personal? Obviously, it was a disappointing season. But how did you feel? You've kind of, but as a player at this point, you're captain of the club, mate. You're still pretty young. Do you feel yeah. as if you've kind of came back? Feel like you're talking about your kind of injury, your kind of setback, and maybe not find your feet at first, but you maybe feel more established in it. Ah, uh, yeah, definitely. I feel kind of harsh to maybe say it, but even though like the team didn't have a great season, I, fe- I felt I played well that year. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I made the, the 
team of the year that year, which I mean was good going to be fair, considering Aye. I mean we got relegated, you know what I mean? So it was voted mm-hmm. for I mean by the other players in the league, to be honest. So Aye. um the fact that they had kind of voted me in that almost indicated to me that you know I mean you you done all right this year, you had right. a good season. Um mm-hmm. obviously listen, I would I'd have traded make the team of the year if it meant we stayed up, but um mm-hmm. it wasn't it to be. But I knew I'd I knew had kind of got back to a level, a level that you know, I mean I was happy with, um, and I just got mm-hmm. to stage at the end of that year. Like obviously going back to to League One, I wasn't, I didn't really want to go back to to playing League One again, and um, it wasn't actually until a few weeks after I'd left the club, then decided to go full time. Um, <laughs> if I'd known that, I might, I could have maybe been a different decision I'd have made. But uh, at the time, obviously, I thought the club was still going to stay part time. Um, mm-hmm. We were back in League One, and um, to be fair, I knew that there was another couple, like a couple of clubs, were interested in me leaving and going there. So um, it was something I kind of mutually kind of agreed that where that uh, Ian McCall that I was going to, I was going to leave. To be honest, you. and to be honest, he never really actually said to me ever about offering me a new contract. I think he always just right. almost assumed. No, you know, yeah. I was going to, I was going to move. I don't think it was like oh he didn't want to keep me it was more a eventually he knew Aye, I, mean, I, been real. I think he knew I had a good season and it was mm-hmm. like you know, he's going to move on anyway you know what I mean off him, almost off him a contract would have been you know, pointless I think Aye. he thought anyway um, so I, I knew there was a few clubs interested and, and it was probably just the best the best you know I mean time to then, to mm-hmm. then move on how do you look back your time at Emirates? Because even when you announced you're coming on the show, mate, you got a bit of a decent response. Yeah. Have a few of them, mate. How do you look back your time? I take you a yeah, bit of a threat towards me. Oh, I loved it, mate. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. And see, to be honest with you, I would like genuinely hope I do like eventually go back. Um, right. I really do want to go back and, and play there because it's probably where I've enjoyed playing the most, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a good relationship with a lot of. Uh, a lot of people down there, especially like behind the scenes, and um, good relationship mm-hmm. with also the old manager, um, chairman, and stuff like that, who's just left. To be honest with you, but um, mm-hmm. I've got a good relationship with a lot of people down there, and yeah, as I said, I hope in some capacity, hopefully, we'll be playing, but hopefully, I'll be able to to go back down there at some point. Aye, I need to ask you about your mate as well, Paul Slane. When did you first meet him? Is I know, mate. Did you meet him at Mullerwell? Uh, was it air? No. She just followed well, you a bit. Well, I was. I actually, I met him at Mullerwell, but I'd not. He didn't know who I was, and I didn't really know who he was. He was. He came in a couple of times when he'd first left Celtic to try and keep fit and stuff like that. Um, was he a player? Was he a player? Oh, he was very good, mate. I very good. Oh, and then eventually he signed when I was at Air. My would have been the first year at Air. Um, he was there the first year there just before uh, Ian McCall came in to be honest um, mm-hmm. and he played I think he played about four or five months and then that's where I first kind of um, first met him I but yeah he's <laughs> mental mental uh, would you make him now he's yeah don't get any time for me anymore but nah, I need to, um, <laughs> I need to him actually because he keeps uh he keeps tipping us to, to get beat nearly every week when he does his uh, aye. predictions. And he keeps picking up sitting on Monday and Saturday there. So, um, I messaged him a bit, so <laughs> I get back from him. Now he's done, listen, he's done, he's done really well. And aye. He's very, he obviously, when he first left football night, he probably 
wasn't he in a great place, but he's got himself, I mean, Aye. good, good place to now. He's enjoying what he's doing and um, hopefully Fine, he? good luck to kind of keep keep going. And he's obviously they've got the hydro on that book. So <laughs> hopefully hope that eventually gets to, to take place, you know what I mean? Aye, I suppose so, mate. So back on yourself, mate. So how did how did Walsall become an option for you, mate? How did that come about for you? Um, I think it's kind of out of the blue, to be honest with you, because mm-hmm. I had actually went in and uh, Jack Ross was now the manager at St Mum. So I'd went in and spoke to St Mirren. Um, was probably going to sign there, to be honest with you. And then kind of out of the blue, it came up. Um, and they just kind of, basically, I went down went down and met the manager and the assistant manager at um, Gretna. Uh, drove yeah, down yeah. one day, met them at Gretna. Just to have a like chat, just to say what was what, what you know. What I mean, their kind of plans for the club, plans for me, whatever. Um, and then thought it was probably the best option. You know, what I mean, I, I wasn't mm-hmm. sure. You mean, I, you know, what I mean, in the back of my mind, it was. You know, what I mean, I've, I have came off the season of getting relegated. I have come from part time, and I'm getting a chance to go to like League One in England. Like mm-hmm. a big opportunity, and it might not. This may not come again. Um, mm-hmm. So decided that was kind of the best best option for me and um, as I said met them first time and then we kind of agreed mm-hmm. everything almost the couple of days after that to be honest with you and, and that was me kind of moving down uh-huh. Do you have any hesitation about it mate? About maybe moving away such or did you maybe like stay in Scotland was there any kind of thought process that <laughs> um, way mate? Not, not so much to be honest with you uh, they were like Walsall were very good at, in terms of organising everything for me like they got obviously the kind of best best area and stuff like that to live in um, mm-hmm. Everything like that was sorted for me, which mm-hmm. was took a lot of the no pressure, but took a lot of the kind of, I mean, the hardship stress or whatever or that stuff down there. You mean stress away? Um, so the fact mm-hmm. they done all that, it was it was more probably just exciting me eh? because I was going Aye. to play. I knew I was going to be playing against teams that I would never have <laughs> played against in my career. You know what I mean? Played in uh, some of the stadiums right. that I knew I would never have. Played in, you know what I mean, going down there. Um, so it was, it was more kind of excitement, and that was me kind of moving back full time again. You know what I mean? I was, mm-hmm. I was going back to full time football, Aye. so it was more of a exactly. I mean, I'm excited draw there, to, to get going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Going to the football, I said, but I said to you before we started about uh, we Teddy. Um, yeah, somebody might know about that. Jaggy's a wee kind of story about that, mate. Yeah, it was just um, a boy I actually seen his uncle put something up on uh, Twitter. Um, obviously, he was almost still a baby, you know what I mean? He was only one, one and a half, and um, obviously had a real bad disease, and it was kind of, it was obviously life, you know, life-threatening. Mm-hmm. It meant he wasn't going to kind of live to uh, to very, like, very old, to be honest with you, and they were doing uh-huh. something about coming to, to the game at Walsall, Obviously, all his family were all mad Walsall fans. Um, so mm-hmm. they were coming to a game at Walsall, and I just kind of <clears throat> seen the tweet that his uncle had put out and just kind of messaged him privately and just said, Listen, anything mm-hmm. you want me to do, um, anything like that, I'll sort it out for you. Um, meet you up, well, meet you before the game or well, after the game, whatever it is. Um, because he was going to be the eventually, he was going to be the mascot, so Got he eventually. It. Got the mascot in one of the games, the, the Wimbledon game, and I've not like obviously he was always tubed up and he'd struggled breathing nah. and stuff like that. So he was always kind of um, he always tubed up, and um, we were walking out for the kind of Wimbledon game, and 
Um, I obviously had to carry him out, and I was like, never been so nervous just walking onto a football pitch in my life, and just because I knew obviously how kind of how I mean much responsibility I had kind of in my in my arms walking out with him, and um, obviously I've got a kind of great relationship now with, with his family um, and stuff Brilliant. like that. Um, it's something kind of is one of the kind of most famous, or most famous, I say, most kind of. I mean, best memories about playing at Walsall was kind of being mm-hmm. able to uh, kind of have that kind of relationship with, with him and um, and his family as well. So yeah, no, it was it was a kind of it was a big moment for for me and I think his family as well. They kind of Aye. always showed me kind of a lot of love as that as well mm-hmm. when I was down there. Using a bit of comfort, mate. Do you know what I mean? And there's people yeah. caring, and they're always going through a hard time, mate. So fair play to you for doing that, mate. So enjoy them. Aye. So back on the football, mate. How do you find the standard, mate? Then back in the air, because people talk about obviously you're in the SPL now, mate. Um, how yeah. do you find the standard for there to maybe the SPL now, mate? People talk it's about just, levels yeah. or whatever, but how, how how do you find it, mate? Down there? For me, it would like the when a lot of people to be fair ask me about that, and a lot of people ask like, oh, how would Livingston do in League One? And it's it's one thing, it's so hard to to judge. The biggest thing for me was just. See that like the physicality in terms of I mean it's forty six league games, which I mean if you play forty six games in Scotland in a year, you're probably getting to the later stages of both cups. Aye. I mean you you're, if you're playing forty six games, you've had a right good season in Scotland. Um and that's just the I mean it's just the league down there, forty six, then you've got you're obviously involved in the FA Cup, you're involved in the mm. League Cup from you're involved in the two from the almost from the very start, you know what I mean? The first round involved mm. in the, I'm trying to think what it is now, is it the Papa John's now, Papa John's trophy? Or the teams without, out with the championship. So, and that's a group stage. And the way, that, it's obviously mm-hmm. similar to the competition they have in Scotland for the Lord Division. Betfred. No, the Betfred, the... Oh, Ramsden's Cup, uh, not the Challenge Cup. Aye, aye. So it's basically a Challenge Cup, but the way they work, it down there is it's obviously in a group stage and in your group stage games if you play on a Saturday and then the Tuesday's like the cup game from the mm-hmm. squad on the Saturday you have to have like 50% still playing on the Tuesday so it wasn't a case that you could just completely play the reserves in it <laughs> I was still you know I mean you were having to play a lot mm-hmm. for me I would just see getting used to trying to I mean, play Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. You didn't train a lot, mate. I never really... I would never say I, I came back a better player, but I don't think it was because of training, if you know what I mean. Like, I don't think right, I improved aye. through training. Aye. Just because you're constantly because playing football? I've hardly ever done it. I mean, you're, you're, pro, you're constantly playing games. Like, a lot of the time aye. with the travelling you've got as well, you're, I mean, you're just doing recovery aye. sessions. You're not really, you're not really out in the training pitch. Like... Or that, like aye. regularly trying to work on stuff and get better at certain aye. things. You're just do you enjoy that, Nicky? Do you prefer it, maybe? I enjoy that. It's good. Listen, see, you know, it's like see, it's a football, you just want to play games. Yeah, eh? that's the thing you like mm-hmm. the most. But it was it was difficult to be fair. And as I said, maybe me going from part time to that situation probably wasn't the best. You know, I mean, probably aye. wasn't the best. Almost. Did you have to up your game then, mate? Did you have to maybe? a bit more for, before you went in or did you maybe be working harder when you were there during, during, during the first season uh, the manager kind of pulled me and said listen you've been 
bro, I think it was after the first maybe 15 games or something, Pulmy said, listen, you've been really good, but obviously they don't, they've got all the case, the heart rate stuff and all that on you. And they basically just said, he was like, listen, we think from where you came from, we think, you know what I mean? You'd be good coming out for a few weeks, like taking a couple of weeks out the team uh, and then just kind of get yourself ready to then go again. Um, right. Obviously at the time, you know, it's like if a manager tells you you need ah, to drop. What's, your first, right. what's, your, what's your first reaction is, no, I don't, I'm fine. Right. You're just saying that because you're wanting to drop, like you don't want to play me or whatever, um, mm-hmm. which was which was fine, you know what I mean? Because as I said, that I, I knew myself obviously coming from, from part-time, it was a big, as I said, it was a big jump and I went in straight away and you were playing two times a week for, for right. you know what I mean? And it was... It was different. It was definitely. It was obviously harder. It was League One's a lot harder than the year I had before, which was the Championship in Scotland. Like League uh-huh. One was a lot stronger than that, and there's like, to be fair, a lot mm-hmm. of big, big clubs in League One. You know what I mean? Sunderland. Uh-huh. And at the time, the first year, Sunderland were in it. Charlton were in it. Portsmouth were in Gee, it. Well, you know I mean, there's yeah. a lot of not big team. Bolton. There's a lot of big teams. You know what I mean? That. Uh-huh. I mean, two years before it, Sunderland were playing in the Premier League. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So you know what I mean? It was it was a big jump that way. Um, uh, from probably playing in the championship in Scotland, but I uh, it was one that you know, I mean, I wanted to, I wanted to try and tackle head on. You know what I mean? But um, uh, no, it was. I really, I really enjoyed it to be honest. With you. So, how did you find the whole kind of two year experience in? Because did you get get relegated? No, second year, I second year on the first year uh, on the last day we stayed up, and right, second year right. on the last day we went down. Um, did you celebrate but, when you stayed up? Aye. We did because it was, that, eh? we, did, we didn't really know so much at a party, but they were like the boys, like we eventually, I, I think it was a couple of days after the game, uh, we kind of went out and stuff like that. And uh, see, to be honest, it was because, as I say, Walsall, in terms of club size, they could probably be in League One, but they're never going to, they're always kind of going to be down maybe the bottom end. But it was more to do with, see, the budget Walsall have got compared to some of the teams in that league, like, Crazy, crazy, crazy money. Um, so, and the, we like as a club, it is an achievement for Walsall to stay in League One, like uh-huh. consistently. And obviously, uh-huh. it's kind of almost been proved since. You know, I mean, after we get relegated, the two years they've not been, not been anywhere near the playoffs in League Two. To be honest, to come back up, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So uh-huh. Almost kind of maybe shows where the club is at. You know what I mean? Um, uh-huh. In terms of. I mean, we were punching above our weight being in League One. Um, mm-hmm. Listen, hopefully they'll be able to get back back to it. And I mean, I've got my fingers crossed for that. But um, the first year, you know, I mean, we felt, I mean, we did do well to, to stay up in the end. Do you know what I mean? Uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. second year, it didn't quite work out like that. Aye. So before the topic, you come back up the road to it, the whole experience then, was it worth it? And do you remember back to your played in South now and stuff like that? You've played, like you say, some of the big stadiums and... Can you play any, any big name players there? What like maybe household well, names? To be fair, mate, the 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 well both years Walsall have got a because of where Walsall is a connection with Aston Villa. So we played them oh, right. two played them both pre seasons. Um Same. playing pre their the first year pre season that was John Terry's first game for Villa. So John oh, Terry did you play against them, right? Yeah, John Terry played that day. Um, to be fair, loads of them played that day. Obviously, Grealish played. Hope you didn't eat um, your missus that day. No, no chance. <laughs> no, chance. no, but uh, like, even like, I was speaking to somebody not long ago about um, that game. That's when we played and Jack Grealish and 
swear to God, you could be genuinely Who's like, player, it, man? you could be touching him in terms of like getting close to him, and you were so so far away from ever getting the ball. Like, really, never, ever getting it. Like, he just, aye. I think he actually in, like liked the fact that you <laughs> think you're almost there, eh? Like, you think you're, just, you're going to have a nibble, you're going to get the ball here. And then He's just like, nah, see you later. Um, <laughs> and then, obviously, playing in the kind of day games were, were good. And we played, we played in Stoke pre-season. We had kind of had the, the Barcelona boys at the time. I think it was like Bojan. Oh, and Bojan, aye. Athlete and stuff like that. So, um, and then, to be fair, league-wise, Sunderland, eh? Is that Mark Hughes' Stoke team? Eh, who was your manager at the time? Because they played some it decent football been. at Stoke. It could have been, aye. Because they played some decent football at that time. They were the actual Stoke even, City teams. Aye. Even when we played Sunderland, like, like, so like McGeady and stuff like that were still there. and um, So they had, you know what I mean, they were boys that were earning an absolute fortune, you know what I mean? Um, mm. They were playing kind of League One football in England. Uh, and, uh, in England, sorry. It's worth it in that sense, it makes like you say, you're talking about you could have maybe stayed at areas, things being different, but in that stage, right. you've took the you've took the jump, mate. You've been doing and played, get some of the players, right. some of the stadium and stuff. Ah, oh, mate. So that's what it's all about, mate. Really, mate. My my first game, my first game down there was Bramall Lane. We played Sheffield United in the cup. Oh, so brilliant. I mean, it was. You know, I mean, it was, that was kind of for me the big, um, not a big difference, but like, you know, I mean, whereas up here. For talking sake, I'd stayed at air. My first game or whatever for air might have been with no disrespect whatsoever, but it could have been against like a Stenhouse Muir. Aye. Whereas my first game down there was massive big clubs down there, like you say, mate. Even oh, three levels, mate. Three levels, mate. Man. Massive. And that's what's odd playing against the big clubs that I've got odd history, aye. even down the down the levels, mate. So oh, that's um, all you, you want. You just want that wee kind of wee bit of luck in the cup and getting you know, we get a big a big name in the cup. You I mean you're only as I say, you're a couple of rounds away from, from playing a Man United, from playing a Man City, something like that, you know what I mean? Aye. Um, no, we'd have been great against them, but um, <laughs> you're not far away from playing them. Aye. Just like we say, mate, you end up coming back up the road to Levy, but it was the kind of catalyst there. Yeah. Did you maybe, were you looking for it yourself or was there maybe an opportunity that came about, was it? Yeah, no, to be fair, mate, I wasn't in like, I wasn't in like a major rush to come back up the road. Um, Walsall mm-hmm. had offered me a new deal to stay down there. Um, and a couple of clubs down in England I'd spoke to a few teams and one of our teams offered me a deal down there and I wasn't like as I said I wasn't in a rush because I did I enjoyed it down there as you said mate you, you play a lot of games and that's what you kind of want to do as a footballer you know what I mean you, you want to keep playing and um, kind of different experiences different you know what I mean different clubs and that down there and um, when the Livingston one came up it was just spoke to my family and stuff about it and obviously I'd never played in the Premier League which was a big Big Aye. draw, you know. What I mean, I obviously with air, I was in the championship, um. So and obviously, you know I mean, when I was down there, I still kept an eye on how to stop how football and that was going up here, um. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I knew Livingston the season before. I think they finished eighth, maybe in the end or ninth. But Aye. I knew they started the season brilliant. I think they were yeah, actually top after the first ten games or something like that. They, Aye, they were flying. We've we fired ever since, mate. Um, mental, Aye, but done, mate. So I knew, I knew they were. I mean. And I spoke to when I spoke to the manager and the assistant and stuff like that, and uh, a few people at the club. I knew they they wanted to like kick on. It wasn't a 
in a case where they were just wanting to survive every year. They wanted to be to push on and, and be um, one of the better teams. Um, they thought that there was an opportunity to to be that new not new mm-hmm. team, but that team that starts pushing clubs in the league. Uh-huh. And uh, thankfully, we've managed to do that. And that was probably one of the big the big attractions, to be honest with you. Aye. So we'll talk about David Martindale in a second, but he was in the kind of background with Gary Hall, wasn't he? Yeah, Gary Hall. Was manager, yeah. So, but obviously, obviously, he said to you kind of push forward stuff like that. But um, how did you find that kind of first season with him, and then kind of changing to David, the kind of whole situation? Aye. David Martindale taking over was there maybe a kind of I don't know because we've heard from outside in there's been a lot of kind of no controversy at the club but they've had quite a lot of managers last four or five years but like you say mate the first bit like that last four or five years just kept pushing pushing forward what's it been like at the club is it is that a transparent club he he seems to be a team a real team bond but I'm trying to get is like is there any was there any unrest at any time or the managers or has it just been one kind of close knit group which have kind of pulled together no matter what happened yeah, no, I think it's like since I first went in, obviously it was as you said, it was Gary Holt was uh, the manager at first, and he was really, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed working with working with him as well. He he only had he had a Kilmarnock tattoo, Kilmarnock badge <laughs> tattoo, and his that was his only issue. But um, <laughs> no, he was uh, he was really good to work with, and I really enjoyed working with him. I was obviously my first year. I played the first, I think it was like twelve games of the season or something, and then. I never played again. Like I had done, my, obviously done my knee again. Uh-huh. Um, so I missed most of the, missed most of the season. So I was still obviously travelling and stuff like that with the squad to to all the games. But um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed working with him. And it was obviously for us, it was disappointing when he when he kind of left because since Davies uh-huh. came in, he's not Davies not he's not changed a lot. There's not really uh-huh. been a big we, the way we play hasn't changed from Garrett to David. Uh, the man, uh, the say the manager. The way we play hasn't changed. There's not been a big massive turnaround in in players mm-hmm. during the season. Um, we were we felt as a squad at the start of the season we were we unlucky because as I said you get probably the results over the course of the season that you deserve. But um, there wasn't like a lot in the games that we were losing. We were losing the games by most weeks by like a goal or we were drawing or we we're conceding a goal late on. We were just only we were making wee mistakes that were costing us, to be honest with you. And obviously, since Davies came in, um, we've just, to be fair, we just, no, we've not made the, those, as, a, as players on the part, we've not made those mistakes, really. Um, and that was a big influence in why we went on that kind of... Um, you crazy uh, run, aye. Do you think he's got enough credit, mate? Because I feel as if Livy are still the cause that he's never got the, the pitch or whatever, but he's got... A lot of, but a, yeah. a hard on it sometimes for maybe being this kind of team or whatever but just, yeah, we, some good players mate he's not going to run that's it these have that's the thing we know good players um, mate do you know what I mean we I think as a squad and stuff like that we all know like a, a lot of what other fans think of us and stuff like that and as you said a lot of it comes from first off Jerry don't like the Astro part that's mm-hmm. that's the first thing Um, it's never a problem when teams come and beat us it's only ever a problem when teams come and they can't beat us. Um, well, obviously, the style of play, I mean, I think over the last few years, Livingston have been big, big physical and, and strong and stuff like that. But, I mean, mm-hmm. you look at, if you look at a Livingston team now, you know I mean, even Sunday, probably in the cup final, when we play, 
you'll probably be lucky if there's four guys six foot. Aye. I mean, everybody, we're not a team of, like, we are not a team of giants that we, mm-hmm. we just, we get, we've got a reputation because we make it, I think we make it very hard for teams to play against us and teams, mm-hmm. basically teams don't like that. Very, why would you like it if somebody makes it hard for you? But, but mm-hmm. that's where the, that's where the reputation comes from. We make it hard for teams and they just, as I said, they just don't, they don't like it and they, they can only, as I said, it's not a, it's not an issue. These things aren't an issue when teams beat us. It's only an issue when, I mean, they come and, well, you know I mean, we win or we get a good result. Um, and obviously last year we had an unbelievable home record, but mm-hmm. we've not been great at home this year. We've we've lost a lot more games at home, a lot more goals at home this year than we did last year. Mm-hmm. And then this year we've been much, much better away from home than we were last year. So, right. you know I mean, the, the park almost element of it is gone straight away this year. You know what I mean? It doesn't, doesn't even come into it. Um, so, listen, we, we know ourselves what people kind of, or a lot of people maybe think about us, but see, to be honest, if anything, we probably use that as kind of added motivation, added kind of, listen, we don't have to prove anyone wrong. We know we've got good footballers. We're not just a a kind of a big bruising team, you know what I mean? That, you know I mean, a lot of people probably probably put us out as. Mm-hmm. So we're going to the gaffer, mate. He's obviously came for a wee bit of kind of personal kind of issues this yeah. season. Fair play to him for doing that, and he's I think he's shown he's a fit and proper person to go and run his team like. And I think, I think obviously a lot of people taking him. He's, he's a real kind of football man. He comes across, yeah. you know. A pretender, he's got of this philosophy. Maybe this kind of thing keeps into football these days. In football, he's your proper yeah. kind of Scottish kind of maybe coach. But again, he comes for the kind of background of junior football, Broxburn and stuff like that. Yeah. Is it can, is that a difference there between maybe the coaches you've had in the past that have maybe or you had a career in football and stuff like that? What's, what's different with Martindale? Tell me what's I different think, to the coaches you've ever had. What's he got? It's maybe different. Um. I think Davey's quite, he's obviously very, you know, maybe seen some of his interviews and that, he's very straight, you know, I mean, he's straight uh-huh. down the middle, he'll tell you, you'll not really come out with, he's not going to come out with maybe, I don't want to say phrases and that, but quotes and that kind of Aye. bullshit that you hear for a lot of managers, you know what I mean, just uh-huh. almost saying the right things, he'll just say to you, what he says to you on a camera, he would say to us, you know what I mean, behind <laughs> the scenes, you know what I mean, he doesn't change that way and I think probably, I think that's why he probably appeals to a lot of people and a lot of people maybe um, don't feel a connection, but, you know what I mean, feel that kind of... Um, I'd like them to can relate to him, can't they? Can the I mean, aye, aye, definitely they can kind of relate to him. And, but mm-hmm. see, to be fair, he's, I think he's... He, he probably... <laughs> because how open and honest he is in his interviews, he's probably going to be known for maybe being like that. Whereas it probably aye. takes away some of his... You know I mean you don't go on, I mean, that kind of run that we went on, I mean, 14 games. I mean, I think he's, in terms of, like, for your first first gig at it, or first job at it, I think Aye. he's, like, the three guys in Scotland have ever done better. For their I was going to ask, you, so you, you said there, basically, because people say, hey, he's this guy who's came to junior football, he's doing all right now, but Aye. he's probably taken away from his actual football yeah. kind of use that he actually has got, then the kind of brain that he's got, because, again, you don't get Livingston at a cup final, you don't get Aye. this unbeaten run without that to call it as a gaffer that he's got. So, you ought yeah, to say, see, see during the, the, the unbeaten run, um, 
we very rarely played the same series 11 that started one week. We very rarely went the same 11 each week. He would like watch a lot of the other teams, find like areas he thinks we can exploit almost. And he will put, he'll play, he'll almost just for talking to say, thinks another team's got a centre midfield is a Aye. major issue for another team or centre back's another issue. He'll have no problem, I think, of, of dropping someone who's done very well the week before mm-hmm. to play someone else that he thinks in this game we should play this player because this is the best way to get. We, we changed a lot in those 14 games. We changed uh-huh. the, way, the way we played a lot in those 14 games. He's changed against Celtic, didn't he? Him? Aye. Completely. Well, that, that just kind of almost almost sums it up. I think we made nine changes, or eight changes that game, um, because I think before the semi-final. So we made eight changes and that was the game after Celtic brought everybody back. So Celtic have ever had everybody back that game. We've made eight changes. The system we went with was completely different from anything we'd played that year, uh, uh, this year, sorry. And it was, again, basically Davey identified. That's the biggest thing I've seen from him, from other coaches. He's a, he identifies a lot of issues with other teams mm-hmm. more than I've ever seen. Smart, um, right? So he, he, he finds probably, as I said, areas or problems he thinks you can exploit in another team. And I've, he probably does that more than any other manager I've, I've had, to be honest. Um, and uh-huh. listen, first, I know we played, he's played 16, uh, 17 games now and lost a couple, but you know, I'm sure if you, if you offered him for the next 17 games, we'll lose another two. You know what I mean? Aye. <laughs> I you know what I mean? Aye. I'm going to complain, to be honest. Definitely, mate. So we're going to it now, mate. Cup final, Sunday. Yeah. How are you feeling now? And what's the build-up be like this week? Is it anything diff- any, any different? Are you doing anything special the weekend before the game? Or is it just another game of football? Yeah, that's... Again, probably going back to uh, just the manager again, it's he's tried to make it that this is... Another another week. It's no you're not mm-hmm. playing St Johnson for a cup for a cup on Sunday. You're, you're playing St Johnson this week on Sunday. Just happens to be in a bigger stadium, and I think that's the way in terms of training and um, the build up to the game. Everything we're doing, he's tried to make. He's tried to build it the mm-hmm. exact same. He's not we're not doing anything different. Not doing anything fancy. Um, obviously, again. Gave us the option of driving and stuff to the stadium. Gave the option of staying over um, in a hotel mm-hmm. the night before and stuff like that. And boys all kind of with him as well kind of agreed that you know, we want to just take it as this is just another game. That's the way mm-hmm. we think we, we play the best. We, we play our best when we do just kind of treat it as it's another game. Obviously, there's a massive, massive trophy mm-hmm. or a massive kind of reward at the end of it if you can win, but the right. best way for us to, to deal with it or to, to try and get a good result is just to just to treat it the exact same as, as we would any other game, to be honest, mate. It's murder in it, but fucking coronavirus. The, it, I mean, the biggest the biggest thing the biggest thing I'm <clears throat> upset about is the fact that there, there won't be any kind of first of all, like fans in that of the clubs because both clubs, mm-hmm. St Johnston Livingston, it's, it's probably the both clubs' best opportunity to win a trophy and they'll get in a long time, mate. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? In Scotland, mm-hmm. very rarely do you get to a cup final and you don't have to beat a Rangers or a Celtic. It just doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't happen. 
often. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So both clubs, mm-hmm. I'm sure, will see it as a massive opportunity. And for the fans, you know what I mean? Again, both sets of fans could probably be going into a cup final thinking, I mean, we potentially could be the favourites to win, like, to win this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas most times a living center at St. Johnston, if they get to a cup final, they turn up. And as I said, I... <laughs> Across the they sit in their kind of maybe the smaller wee section, Aye. three quarters of the ground is full of blue, or three quarters of the ground is full of green. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, you are a major underdog, you need all the luck in the world to, to, for it to go your way to, to get it that day. So, I think both clubs will look at it as, as I said, a major, major opportunity. And as I just a pity, the kind of the fans and stuff can't, can't be there. and Obviously, family and stuff like that as well. It'd have been, mm-hmm. been good for. I mean, as you know, like as you said, you know my, my dad anyway. The kind of mm-hmm. the support probably my family and that have given me kind of over the years would have been mm-hmm. great for them. Listen, regardless of the result, been great for them to come and see me. You know, I mean, playing in a, a national cup final um, at Hamden. Definitely. So it's disappointing that way, but listen, it just seems like it's the way. It's the way it is the new me, and to be honest. There's a lot worse probably going on than, than fans not being able to go to the game. So it's. He's a winner, mate. He's won a Europa League next season anyway. Your dad can come watch you then, yeah, mate. Don't worry exactly. about it, mate. Do you know what I mean, mate? Exactly. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> a, that's a kind of, uh, I mean, almost the wee, the wee kind of incentive that could be there, you know what I mean? With exactly, certain mate. other teams win maybe the Cups and uh, the mm-hmm. Scottish Cup or whatever, there, there could be an opportunity for um, mm-hmm. to be able to play in Europa League qualifiers. and I mean, that mm-hmm. would be, I mean, unbelievable, especially for, for a club at Livingston. You know what I mean? As I said, about three years ago, three years Aye. ago, we were in League One. I mean, three years later, you're in a National Cup final and you potentially could be playing in Europe. You know what I mean? It's unbelievable. Has so he told you you're starting yet? No, that's why I'm not nervous <laughs> yet. <laughs> I'm not nervous yet because I don't know if I'm playing. Um, Saturday so, afternoon, hopefully, when, when we do the teams, and, uh, does the team and stuff like that. Um, as long as I find that I'm playing that, maybe when the nerves will kind of maybe kick in a wee bit. But as I say, it's, just now you just, just try not to get nervous. It's, it's, going to, it's, going to ha- it's going to happen, you know what I mean? Eventually, everybody mm-hmm. playing in the game will get nervous at some point. But um, mm-hmm. I think if you can maybe hold it off and get nervous, maybe just before it would be better than, you know what I mean? Because you can't, right now, there's right. almost no point in getting nervous now because you can't. Right. I can't do anything about it. You know, I mean, I can't right. influence the game until until Sunday. So um, I put it on your ends. The biggest game of your life. Oh, aye, definitely. I mean, it's aye. Aye. as I said, national cup final for mm-hmm. for a team like Livingston. You know, I mean, if you can win a bit aye. of silverware, um, where mm-hmm. with a, as I said, with a club the size of Livingston, um, mm. would be would be incredible. And I mean, I know you'll probably. <clears throat> You'll not like it anyway, but I mean, it's the last 12 trophies that said Celtic's name to be the club that then <laughs> goes underneath Aye. that. Would be obviously, listen, I'm not saying if we were to win on Sunday, Livingston's broke Celtic's stronghold or whatever, you know what I mean? Or, I will. Or, or the trophies, but like you say, first team to win a trophy, you know what I mean? Aye. Aye. It'll be the next name after it. So both clubs have kind of got you got that incentive as well as, as being a kind of mm-hmm. um, a major kind of opportunity for. For, because both clubs have won mm-hmm. loads and loads of trophies in their in their careers, you know what I mean, in their history. So um, it's massive Aye. that way. Just fingers crossed we can. I mean, have to do. Fingers crossed, mate, and hopefully he's he's dead. Maybe we'll watch it anyway, mate. Yeah, um, so 
I don't want to get too far ahead and stuff like the future, mate. But he any kind of hopes, ambitions, and you still want to do in your career before you chuck it. And yeah. I'll put a wee bit better on you again, mate. A couple of times you've been touted for the Scotland team. Yeah. And and again, I was talking to your mate, Doc. We're, yeah. talk, we're talking about the kind of formation they play and stuff like that. Do you think maybe you can maybe sneak into there? Because that position is maybe no nailed down it. And I think, personally, you maybe suit that. Probably better than any kind of right back in that league, don't you? Is that something you're being thinking about? Or are you just kind of something kind of partner away and thinking? But um, obviously, any player's going to be thinking that. But Yeah. More like more for myself, I'm probably more thinking, you know I mean, about each game. Because I know if, if I continue to keep playing well and playing well and playing well, then I'm almost doing everything that I can, you know what I mean? It is something that, as much as you can play well, you, you genuinely, you don't have any real influence over it. Like, I I can't really influence who gets picked or anything like that. So I can only do my my best on a on a Saturday or a Sunday, Tuesday, whenever I play. Um, and listen, if, it, if the performances and that, that I put in are, are good enough, then to eventually maybe get involved in, that would be, I mean, unbelievable. It would be brilliant. But um, as I said, it's something that you just got to... It's great to be kind of... <laughs> listen, it's unbelievable to be linked to it. You know what I mean? As I said, it's only been full-time for three and a half years now. So, um, mm-hmm. so you know what I mean? To even be, I mean, quoted or linked to that at all is, is unbelievable. But as I said, if I know if I keep doing well for myself, it means Livingston will hopefully be doing well. And you know what I mean? As I said, you can't really do much more than that, you know what I mean? It's it's then down to other other people's opinions and and you know what I mean that's that's fine, you know what I mean? They didn't didn't do too bad without me anyway, you know what I mean? So um, they done well right. last last good few games. Obviously you're in it most field in a bit coaching now mate. Is that something yeah. about doing about yeah. a few years time once you've chucked that wee bit? Yeah, definitely. Um kind of doing my badges and stuff like that as well just now. So uh, definitely something kind of I want Take to get involved in football. Hi, <laughs> basically, <yeah. laughs> that's why he keeps, he keeps getting on at me about doing stuff like that. So I think that probably will be. Yeah, he wants me to take over there. Um, but no, it's right. it's definitely something I want to be involved in. And as I said, I'm doing my badges and stuff like that just now, helping with uh, helping take should be Rosewell's twenties, but unfortunately, we've just not been able to. It's been stop start. It's been a couple of weeks here, a couple of weeks there. So. Uh, David Gormley and Sean Higgins have been brilliant with me. They've had me in a lot with the, the senior team and because they were still able to play um, because they're obviously in the uh, like the new league, the pyramid system. So Aye. I think they basically classed as pro- uh, professional as well. So uh, I've been able to go in there and, and do coaching, which is which has been brilliant. It's been a good experience, to be honest, because it was not something I was expecting to be able to do. I thought I would just have been with the, with the 20s. Really? So um, no, it's been good, hopefully. Fingers crossed. I've still got a few years left playing now, but uh, eventually, yeah, it's something I definitely want to get involved in. Fair play, mate. That's us, mate. Brilliant, mate. Perfect. Perfect. Thank was you. Thank you. Wasn't it too bad, mate? Huh? No, it was good. No, it was good. 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 Right. I've got like, as I said, um, I've got like a couple. I was on yesterday the SFA. It was like a coaching podcast, so I was on that one yesterday. Um, one of my mates oh, actually. Yeah. His, he takes, I can't remember who it was, his mate takes a youth team under 14s or something and they asked any chance you could get on and do a, uh, like, just a question and answer with him this week. And I, 
this week at all. I don't know if it's just timing for the final <laughs> or whatever, but I just, I just I don't have any days this week to do it. Eh? Um, Apologies. So no, was, uh, just... no, 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 definitely, mate. It was, no, it was, uh, I enjoyed it. It was good. But um, it's just been, this week's just, as I say, I don't know if it's because of the, the build up to the final. He's doing it as a club for it, or he's going in kind of freshman for it. No, can't he? Well, I don't know. No, I suppose so. so no. It's not really. Um, it's one of them. You just ah, hopefully get the result. And the other thing, it's no ideal for us is we get a rescheduled game with Rangers on Wednesday night. Well, have so, you, <laughs> how on earth the guys to, to put that in? Honestly, like any chance you could have. The week after, or I know it's probably a lot to do with maybe Rangers being in Europa League, and this is a probably a week, a free week for them that they can do uh, it on that Wednesday. But when it first got announced, I was like, any fucking chance? What was your water on that? Because when they uh, cut, nah, he's going to plans like that. No, for it, nah, if, if that's the thing. We've no, uh, no, like the club's no like saying planning. But again, I don't really think. Don't really think you can do much. Eh? Can do much because obviously Aye. it's even Smart for us to go back to Livingston, even to go back to the football club. You, I don't think you can do anything because then no. we were no meant. We're still meant to be when we eat lunch and that just now we're two or three at a table. So you know, you'd be sitting maybe two at a table or whatever. No way to drink that. <laughs> that's anyway, that rain because, or that. <laughs> you know what I mean? um, you'll be like we'll be driving. To Livingston as well, so you know if you can have a beer and get yourself up the road after it or anything. So, nah, I think it will just need to be. Hopefully, they'll maybe plan something a few months down the line or something. Like that, have a dinner or something like that. If well, hopefully if we're hopefully, successful. Yeah. You know what I mean? When when people are out, oh yeah, fucking socialize again, fucking hells. Um, we'll be like this. This will be on Sunday night. You know, the <laughs> he's in party Sunday night. He's <laughs> in party, man. We only download that. Was that? The app that was going about was it house party or something. Was it the app? I've seen a few of them, mate. We need to all download that. Uh, 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 hopefully, he's dead, mate. Anyway, man. <laughs> nah, fingers uh, hopefully, he comes to Aye, mate. Right, Nicky, mate. Brilliant, mate. Honestly, Top, I was appreciate that for you doing that, mate. Honestly. Oh, no problem. No problem. Anytime, yeah, mate. Man. Anytime. Uh, anything I took a call, just let me know, mate. Just let me know. I'm not going to number that now, anyway. So, I'm not going to number that now, anyway. 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 I'm not going to number that now,